Welcome to Rema Faith Radio. God the Father put all things under his feet. What are those all things? Principality, power, might, dominion, every name that's named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. That will sure include COVID-19. That will sure include joblessness. That will sure include economic downturn. Put all things under his feet. He put all things under his feet. And he gave Jesus to be the head. Notice that. He gave Jesus to be the head over all things to the church. Another translation says, for the benefit of the church, which is his body. Welcome to Rema Faith Radio. Right now, here's Reverend Talks with today's message. It's the head who is deity, but we're in union with the one who is. We're tied up to him. And so his wisdom is our wisdom today. His ability is our ability. His strength is our strength. 1 Corinthians 1.30, the Bible says, But of him are ye in Christ, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Praise God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27, the Bible says, Now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. We are his body and we are members in particular. He is the head and we are members of his body. Ephesians chapter 1, from verse 19 through to 23, the Bible says, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and set him, set Jesus, the father set Jesus at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come and has put all things under his feet. Notice, God the Father put all things under his feet. What are those all things? Principality, power, might, dominion. Every name that's named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. That will sure include COVID-19. That will sure include joblessness. That will sure include economic downturn. Put all things under his feet. He put all things under his feet. And he gave Jesus to be the head. Notice that. He gave Jesus to be the head over all things to the church another translation says for the benefit of the church which is his body which is his body so the church is his body and god the father did all that for the benefit of the body amen which is the church the fullness of him that fills all in all so the fullness of jesus fills the body amen and all the forces of hell all the forces of evil are far beneath the feet of Jesus. And remember, Jesus is the head. The church is the body. The forces of darkness, the f- things arrayed against us, the tests, the trials, the challenges, they are all far beneath his feet. I want to ask you a question. Where are your feet? Are your feet on top of your head? Are your feet inside your head? Do you use your feet as the ears you hear with? Do you use your feet as the eyes you see with? No! Do you use your feet as the mouth you talk with? No. The head is the in an, uh, a person standing in um, upright position. The head is the highest part of his body. The feet constitute the lowest part of the body. Now, the church is the body. The forces of darkness are far beneath the feet. Listen, the least member of the body of Christ. You see, that baby Christian, that weak Christian, who today is up, tomorrow is down. Today is up, tomorrow is down. But he's born again. That fellow who considers himself as the left toenail on the left foot of Jesus or as a cell 
uh, you know, in the sole of Jesus' left foot, you know. Listen, the devil is still far beneath you. So we have authority over him. We have dominion over him. We're raised far above him. We are in him. We are in him. So we need to understand that. The new birth put us in Christ. We are, it's like the body and the head. Like the vine and the branches. It's a unity. We are one. He is in us and we are in him. We are tied up with him. We are united to him. Amen. We are one with him. I say all the time that for me to go under in life, God is going to have to go under. But you know God can't go under. And that's why I won't go under and I don't go under. Amen. Because I'm in him and I know it. Now many people are in him but they don't know that. And because they don't know that, they can't take advantage of that. Question, how did you get in him? You know, in that place we read in Colossians 2 from verse 6, the Bible says, as ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, walk ye in him. So it says, the way you received him is the way you walk in him. Question, how did we receive him? Romans 10, 9 and 10. The Bible says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10 says, so with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth Confession is made unto salvation. So that's how we received Christ Jesus the Lord. We believed in our hearts that God raised him from the dead. We confessed with our mouths that Jesus is our Lord. And as a result, we came in him. We got born again. We were made new creatures. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. So the new birth is that which brings a man in Christ. So when we got born again, we came in him. So the Bible is telling us that as we have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. That means two things. Now you're born again. Make sure you walk in him. That also means this, that the way we walk in him is the way we received him. How did we receive him? By believing in our hearts and confessing with our mouths. Listen, that is how we walk in him. By believing what the word of God says about us in our hearts and confessing it with our mouths. You see, there are certain realities that are ours. Some people call them new creation realities. Some call them redemptive realities. Some call them in him realities. Realities about who we are, what we have in Christ, what belongs to us in Christ. Now, new creation realities are realities in our lives because we confess them. These things are things we are to constantly affirm, constantly declare. You see, it's a spiritual law that mighty few people recognize. And it's this, that our words dominate us. Our confessions rule us. In Proverbs chapter 6 verse 2, the Bible says, Thou art snared by the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken, the margin says, taken captive by the words of your mouth. Our words dominate us. Our confessions rule us. Amen. So we need to find out what the word of God says about us. Who we are in Christ. What we have in Christ. What we can do because we are in Christ. You see, there are things, truths in the Bible, especially in the New Testament. And more so in the epistles. Truths about what God the Father did for us in Christ. In the great plan of redemption. What God did in us in the new birth. And in the baptism in the Holy Ghost. 
what we are to God the Father in Christ. What Jesus is doing for us now at the right hand of the Father. What God can do through us by his word on our lips. There are truths about these things and they are contained particularly in the New Testament and more so in the epistles. See, we need to find out these truths. There's something about identity. Many people have an identity crisis. The problem of insecurity, really, it's a problem of an, a lack of understanding of our identity in Christ. You know, usually people want to be identified with someone who's successful, identified with something that is working, identified with something that is big. Listen, you're identified already with the most successful person that this universe knows. You are identified already with the most important personality that ever exists and could ever exist. You identified with him. Now, it's been discovered that the basis of all addictions, destructive addictions, is actually a sense of insecurity, a sense of uh, condemnation, a lack of knowing who you are. It's strange that many of the problems between husbands and wives, it's right here, insecurity. Many of the problems between different believers, why people get into, uh, uh, into jealousy, into envy, and a lot of, a whole lot of other things. It's right here, an insecurity issue. Many times, you know, we think that maybe the work we do is what really makes us who we are. And then you see people trying to achieve something so that, look, if I have money, then they'll respect me. I need to, I need to hammer, hammer, hammer. When I hammer, so that when I come, then go take. I won't make them take. You know, and people think that's what's going to complete them. Listen, we are completing him. There's some people that think, if I could just get a man. Give me a man, oh God, or I die. Give me a man, oh God, or I die. A man, a man, a man, a man, a man, a man, a man. That's your prayer. Your goal for 2021, a man. Your goal for a man, a man, a man, a man in my life. If I can just have a man. I will be complete. Listen, a man is not going to complete you. Yes, the Bible says it's not good for man to be alone. I'll make a help me for him. And when Adam saw Eve, he said, This now is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Yes, there uh, is that. The Bible says two are better than one. A threefold cord is not easily broken. But let me tell you something. If you are an unfulfilled single, you'll be a more unfulfilled married person. You need to discover who you are in Christ. You need to find your completeness in him. It's only in him that there is completeness. It's only in him that there is fulfillment. It's only in him that there is joy and there is satisfaction. You see all those other things. A good spouse. A good, uh, a good life. You know, health, provision. All those things, they are in him. So if we will simply take our place in him. If we will simply walk in him. Amen. We'll discover that all these things will just come upon us, overtake us, uh, and uh, be all about us. Praise God. See, we are in him. We are complete in him. And this person that we are complete in, he is the head of all principalities and powers. This person that we are complete in, in him dwells the fullness, the completeness of the Godhead in bodily form. And it's in him that there is fullness. It's in him that there is completeness. It's in him that there is satisfaction. It's in him that there is peace. Every single thing you're looking for is in him. So, just be smart enough to take your place in him. Amen. We are in him. 
We need to know that. And you see, like I said earlier, faith's confessions create realities. Faith's confessions create realities. We need to find out what God's word says about us. Amen. Find out those things. And then believe them in our hearts and say them with our mouths. 2 Corinthians 4.13, the Bible says, We have in the same spirit of faith. According as it is written, I believed. Therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. We believe and therefore we speak. Praise God. That's the spirit of faith. Every single believer has that spirit of faith. And you see, we can walk in it. We can take our place in Christ. I'll give an example. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19, the Bible says that God, in the Amplified Classic, that God was personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world into favor with himself, not counting up or holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them and committing to them the message, committing to us the message of reconciliation. So, sometimes people will say, well, what a wicked world this is. A wicked world in the hands of an angry God. Oh, this world. God is so mad at this world. The truth is God is not even holding their sins against them. Do you know that many people are going to get to hell and find out that they are there for the wrong reason? Nobody ever went to hell because they were smoking, because they were womanizing, because they were sinning, because they were lying, because they were stealing, because they were involved with the occult. Now, I'm not saying those things are right. They're wrong. But those are not the things that take people to hell. What takes a person to hell? The person simply refused to accept the reconciliation that God offers. Because God was personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world into favor with himself. He's not counting up or holding against men their trespasses. You say, if that's the case, then everybody is going to go to heaven. No, no. Man must accept the reconciliation that God offers. Mark 16, 15, the Bible says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. 16 says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. So if a man refuses to accept that salvation, well, the man is still a child of the devil. You've been listening to Remo Faith Radio, brought to you by the partners and friends of Remo Nigeria. We offer training in God's Word and in the things of the Spirit for victorious Christian living and success and fulfilling ministry. Go to RemoNigeria.com to find out more on how to become a student or partner of Remo Bible Training Center Nigeria. Please call 081-01-166836. The number again, 081-01-166836. Kenneth Higgins Remo Bible Training Center Nigeria is here just for you.